right. Welcome everyone to another impactful episode. It's number three, three on a wonderful Republic Day in India. And my today's lovely guest is Mr. Chetan Parikh. Hello, Mr. Chetan. Hello. How are you doing, sir? I am fine. How are you? Uh, awesome, awesome. And thank you very much for spending the Republic Day uh, with me on my show and uh, gracing your host to be a host. Sorry, to be a guest. <laughs> so sorry. All right. Uh, yeah. Before I move. So it is my honor to be on the show. Oh, I consider no. this as, as my honor. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Uh, well, Chetan is an engineer by education and he has worked in core manufacturing companies before realizing his passion for HR. Left the corporate world to pursue his dream of building an organization. He continues to educate himself in this field as he believes investment in education pays the best interest. Absolutely. Today, Chetan shares his story of his swamp in his own business. After having a couple of successful years in the business, he went for an expansion in recruitment process, recruitment area. And there was a great recession. This is the time of 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Even, before the even before the recession, he was in debt for more than 50 lakh rupees that's close that's equivalent to 5 million rupees once the econ economy started to revive 80% of his employees left the organization gradually it was a big swamp for him financial debt and today he would like to share with us what exactly he did how exactly he got into that stage what exactly he did to come out of it and how he feels about all this. And of course, what is the key lesson that he has learned from all the experience? All right, Mr. Chetan. So, yeah, I can only imagine 5 million Indian rupees gone. And that's a huge amount for anybody, period. It's a huge amount. Of money share with us first of all let me let the audience know about your passion for hr and you know how did you got that and you know how did you started in your organization first share with that uh, sure i'll do that so now i'll start okay see basically i did my engineering in 1989 and thereafter i worked as a sales engineer for around 10 months. But then I got an opportunity to start my own with my uncle. My uncle invited me to start our own business. So I had a good job, only 10 months of experience, and I started a business with him. I worked with him for almost six months, but I did not gain any experience. I did not earn anything. So I thought at this young age, so it is not a good sign not to gain experience. Hello, I may not earn income. It may be fine. But if I am gaining good experience, it is fine. It is good. But I was not able to gain good experience also. So then I decided to start a job once again. Now, 
once I decided to take up a job, I kept on applying for two months and I did not receive even a single interview call. So as one can understand, I was totally demotivated. I was totally down. And then my, uh, then one of my friends, she told me, why don't you create a job for yourself? I said, what? How can I create a job for myself? She said, you just take a stand and uh, that you will get three jobs in the span of one month and you will choose where to work. I said, interesting. This looks interesting. I am uh, interested to do it. You tell me how to do it. She told me, no, I will not tell you what to do, how to do. You just take a stand that within one month's time, you will have three jobs for yourself and you will choose where to work. Now, somehow she was, uh, she, she was, like, uh, she was older to me by six to seven years. And at the age of 28, 29 years, she was the branch in charge of a bank. So I thought that if someone like her tells me to do something, it really makes sense. I should give my best to do it. So I told her, I will meet you after one month with three job, uh, with three job offers in hand. Uh, she said, all the best. Then the actions that I took at the end of one month, at the end of, I would say, 28 to 29 days, I had three jobs in my hand and I met her. And I received around 18 interview calls in the span of 18 days. And that is where maybe the seed of this HR consultancy was planted in my mind way back in 1990. That year I am an engineer who is interested in a job. And here there are 18 companies which are interested to appoint an engineer. But there is a gap. So what if I fill that gap? So this may be the seed of this consultancy which I started after 10 years was planted at that time. Then I worked for, in two more companies for 10 years. And then I thought now I want to start my own. Now because I was a spendthrift, I did not save any money. I did not have any investment. Although I was growing, I was earning good. I used to get really good increments at that time. I had gone abroad to six countries and I was handling a team of 25 people and I was growing. And uh, I was like, and we were expanding. But then this thought, this idea came to my mind. Now I want to start my own. Now being an engineer, the first of all, I thought of starting an engineering company. But as I said, I was a spendthrift and I did not have any funds with me. So I just thought what to do. I thought and thought and thought. And then I decided, why not I help the candidates intensify their job search? I used to use this phrase, intensifying the job search. So I started the consultancy firm uh, wherein I used to invite the candidates to come to our office and I used to talk to them and I would help them intensify their job search. And with our efforts, the candidates got good jobs either in India or abroad. And so after a few months, I thought that I was happy. Yeah, I was happy. 
that uh, because of my efforts and with my efforts few candidates were able to get good job offers in india and abroad but what did i get i just got some amount for helping them so at that time i decided to start a full fledged hr consultancy firm wherein i would work with the companies identify the candidates for them and place them and that is where the hr consultancy was started full fledgedly now initially i did not know anything i was an engineer i did not know h of hr and i did not know how to make the intro letters how to make the terms how to pay the taxes how to approach the companies how to find the candidates i did not know anything but only i had a dream i had a dream to make it big so i started and slowly slowly gradually i learned and i kept on growing and within the first one year i was able to establish my business i was doing very good and thereafter each year the turnover kept on increasing more than 100% two times of the last year's turnover for the first four to five years so i kept on growing and because we had gained expertise on what to do how to source the candidate and place them with the companies so we were growing so this continued for 4 to 5 years and then i got an opportunity uh, from one industry 9 to 10 ca- 10 candidates from one company they approached me that sir we are interested to get a job either in gulf countries or african countries i said okay i'll try for you and with the efforts that i did we were able to place 9 out of 10 candidates either in gulf or in africa so i got a grip in this business and then we started to think i we started to think about acquiring clients from overseas and then i got an opportunity to acquire the first client from east africa so i got a client from east africa and we started to work for them and the way we used to work for them the client was so happy that in the next 2 to 3 years time he invited me to kenya he said that you come there for 9 to 10 days you stay at you stay at our place you don't have to stay in the in the in the hotel also and we will think what to do to grow your uh, hr firm and we talked a lot we thought a lot and they decided to invest Two lakh US dollars in my company, so that was a very huge amount. It was around in two thousand seven, in two thousand seven. So two lakh dollars investment in my company, and we had the plans to start this HR consultancy firms across India and having the office in African countries as well. So the, we planned in that way. So I came back to India and I started to grow an X fund. and i had a team of 38 people and in the meantime we made the strategies with the client what to do how to go ahead and all this thing the investment had not yet started to come but then we were clear what to do how to do and everything was there and i kept on expanding and and it was okay with me because then because the business was good we had got a grip and so uh, even without investment i was able to grow and expand Uh, in Ahmedabad, and uh, then by the end of two thousand seven, 
the economy started to go down. Though the client said, now this is not the right time to invest. Uh, I said, yeah, I understand. I appreciate. This is not the right time to invest. Because if you recollect in 2008, every day we used to read in the newspapers that so many people lost their jobs. Even big MNCs, big corporates, they said no to so many people, so many employees. I used to hear these stories. And in my company, things had gone down. The inquiries had dried. The, we did not have much income. And the expenses were much on the higher side. But because I had created a good team, I thought I don't want to say no to any person. And I kept on paying them these salaries, full salary, 100% salary in time. And it went on for a few months. And still the economy was down. And the, the income was almost nil. And still I kept on, I broke all my investment and all the amount that I had saved and everything was lost. And still the economy was down. So I started to take loans. I started to take unsecured loans because initially I used to take the loans. Then once that, uh, once that was over, then also the economy was down. So I started to take unsecured loans. Because at that time, I would say the roughly expenses per month was in the range of 7 to 8 lakh per month in my company. So if I had to meet all these expenses, 7 to 8 lakh rupees per month, I had to like spend. And I was someone who would pay everyone in time, full salary. So it went on. So slowly, slowly, I did not realize because the last few years were very good. The banks were interested to give me the loans easily. So I used to get the loans. Initially, I took the loans, then I took unsecured loans as well at a very high interest. Then all these things went on. But I was not really uh, tense, I would say, because I had a good team. So I thought once the economy goes up, like uh, everything will be fine. So it went on. And then the economy started to go up somewhere in 2009. And then, because it was more than one year's time, my employees, my team, few of them started to ask for the increments. Believe me, I was shocked. I told them, I explained to them that, boss, I have given you full salary. If I would have asked you to leave, you might not have even a single rupee income during those months. And in spite of that, I give you full salary. And now, you know I am in huge debts. And still, you want increments? You want growth? So, you say, yes, sir, appraisal to be done. We have worked in the office. I was shocked. Believe me, I was shocked. And uh, I tried to explain to them, but few people, four to five people, they created issues. And they influenced others in the wrong way. And then I started to get angry. I started to lose my emperor I used to then I started to shout at people so because I was totally down and I was and I thought because I had a good team it was fine with me but when people started to do this I was totally down and within two to three months time 30 people out of 38 left the company because economy had started to go up and people started to get good opportunities 
सो आई वॉज डाउन आई थॉट अभी तो सब खत्म हो गया नाउ एवरीथिंग इज डन वॉट आई हेड वॉज एट पीपल विथ मी एंड द डेट्स ऑफ फिफ्टी लैक प्लस तो मैंने बोला सब खत्म हो गया नाउ वॉट टू डू देन देर वॉज अ रे ऑफ होप वन ऑफ माई फ्रेंड्स वेन आई वॉज हेरिंग दिस विथ हिम आई सेड माई कलीग्स माई टीम डिड दिस टू मी एंड देन आई आई वॉन्टेड टू शेयरिंग द स्टोरी इज जस्ट टोल्ड मी टू स्टॉप यू सेड स्टॉप चेतन डोंट गिव एनी बुलशेट you take the responsibility of this breakdown it was you who had decided to give them full salary it was you who had decided not to ask them to leave so stop the bullshit don't blame them can you own up the responsibility of this breakdown believe me it was not easy it was not easy to own up the responsibility then he explained to me and i said yes i own up the responsibility i take full responsibility of this breakdown then he said okay now that you have owned up the responsibility of breakdown you own up the responsibility of creating a breakthrough he told me breakdowns are the opportunities to create breakthroughs and i agree i said that and with a very small team of 6 7 people we turn around the company within less than 18 months we cleared entire debts entire debts of 50 lakh plus giving them the salary to these eight people giving them very good incentives because they chose to stay with me and everything was good like so even after doing all this thing giving them the salary giving them the growth giving them the incentive i was able to clear the debts so i was out of the debt because i took extreme ownership i got involved in the process i uh, got involved in the planning in the execution in interaction with the clients with the candidates everywhere i used to get involved and i made things happen and so this way i came out of the debts and we had brought down all the expenses we had uh, we were earlier I, i i i was a spend trip even in the company i used to give the trip to people we used to go in the hotels and and eat outside and all this thing but then i stopped all this thing but then eventually i was able to overcome and uh, they i was out, out of the debts so and then slowly slowly i decided that now i still want to continue in the same business but i want to do much more than in get involved in one more one area so slowly slowly in the next few years next 6 to 7 years we uh, are now into lot many areas of hr so even if one area goes down i am not impacted and believe me in the last 10 months when the economy was down when the lot many consultancies in the same industry got stuck in the last 10 months we did an excellent work in the last 10 months we were not really affected yeah i did take some action 
I brought down just salary of few people based on the earlier experience who were not doing good. I asked one two persons to leave the office that I had. I told my people to work from home, so I brought down the expenses, and that way everything was smooth. And now we have created a strong base, and now we are going to expand and scale up. Now we have lot many systems and everything in its place. and my son who has done mba from iim he has joined me two months back so now we are going to scale up yeah wow 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 that is some amazing story chetan ji i mean i can only imagine that you know first there is the engineer who starts working with his uncle and uh, to learn that you know he's not learning anything from there he gets into that uh, amazing lady uh, or female he meets who gives him that go ahead of making three jobs you know visualizing it and getting it in place and there you learning about you know how you got so many 18 interviews in 18 days and started learning on your own about hr related processes and recruitment processes more importantly and then growing and growing and growing to such a point that you got into international engagements uh, a lot and of course uh, i do remember the 2008 uh, period uh, luckily for me i was also working at that time and i didn't lo- lose my job but yeah it was a tough time and it is very disheartening to know that you know some of the folks whom you paid them every single month had the audacity sorry to you know come to you and ask for a hike and i think in a way your friend was very correct that you know uh, you can even think it this way that you know it's good that those folks left you uh rather than sticking mm-hmm. around because they might have not been that uh, honest or productive in many ways right so mm-hmm. and i i really appreciate your friend to talk to you very openly and widely saying that you know everything is your responsibility which is the best way to take your life forward i mean not your life in general anybody's life because if if right. we that everything is my responsibility we will always take the steps to take care of many things uh, in that process mm. but it's fantastic friend and i'm very happy to hear that the end i mean end of that phase the financial mm. swamp phase is over for you and very happy to hear that you've cleared all your debts and you're doing well now with your son involved in your uh, journey as well so that's that's really really fantastic just share couple of things with me is that you know when you were in your swamp uh that bad phase which is not it's like a decade ago how was your family reaction and how were they managing you your emotions and how were you managing them if you can share that uh okay sure uh i'll tell you like i did not share with my family about the breakdown i did not tell them that we are in a breakdown we used to live our life 
the way we used to live. Like uh, the standard of living was the same. I had brought down the expenses in the office, but at home, I did not say no to anything. Like, uh, I used to give it to them and they were not even aware of it. I shared with them only when I was out of the debts. That I passed through this stage. Then my wife told, now it makes sense why you were down, why you were not able to sleep. Then you should have shared with us. Then I said, yeah, I understand. I could have shared with you. But because it was something done by me, I owned it up. So you people were not involved in that. Why should you be down? Because I did something. I'm not saying I did something which was wrong. I'm not saying that. But whatever I did, I did. And whatever we had to face, I had to face. So I was very clear that so they were not even aware of it. I shared with them once I was out of the debts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean it it is it is nice in a way uh, that you didn't want them to take worry. But like you said, you know, your wife could have judged and she could at least understand that there is something going on. Uh, yeah. yeah, it it's it's both ways if you think it's quite tricky in a situation, right? You as a good husband and a good father, you always thought to not pressurize them. And there your wife as a good wife uh, and a mother would always love to support you by, you know, hearing if there is any problem and helping you out, at least emotionally, mm. uh, yeah. which also helps. But I'm glad that, you know, the best part is that uh, it ended, right? That's the mm. best part. And the second and best part... Like one more point here also. I would like to share one more point also. When I was in the debts and still the debts were not cleared, I was invited by one of my clients from East Africa. And uh, he said that, why don't you come here to attend some... Uh, there's some, uh, some, some occasion was there, I don't recollect. He said, why don't you join us? Uh, I said, uh, okay, I will see. Then I shared with my wife. And she said that you need to go. Because he's your client and he's inviting you, you need to go. I said, no, no, the business is not really good. And I don't want to spend the husband's amount uh, at this stage. She said that, yeah, if the business is not good, you sell my like, ornaments. You sell my ornaments or you take loan against that, but you need to go. And believe me, I had a serious fight with her. I had a big fight with her. I said, no, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to that extreme level. But then I really appreciate the way she thought. And wow. so, yeah, but then I did not go at that time. I did not tell the client that I am not coming because of this reason. I give some other excuse. But yeah. So I really wow. appreciate my wife for that. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, that that's the beauty of the relationship of uh, especially of a husband and a wife. You know, they do take care of each other at all the times, uh, whether be it uh, good or bad. So that's that's really appreciate of her in this case. 
Fantastic, fantastic. Wow, we we just I just saw and we are almost at the end of the episode. It's almost 29 minutes. Yeah. Wonderful. That's that's fantastic. It was great to hear your story. And I have one last question that I ask all my guests is that do you feel that stories impact? Do you feel that storytelling helps? And if you feel uh, yes, then why? Yeah, yes, I agree that stories help. Even while doing the BD, when I am in front of a new client whom I want to pitch, if I share the experience in the form of a story, it works. I'll just share one example with you, which you are aware of it, like that in around two months back, I had to present in front of 90 industrialists. And uh, I had uh, thought what to say and how to say. Then I had a uh, talk with you and you suggested to share it in the form of a story. And believe me, minimum eight to 10 persons appreciated the way I shared. And in the same month, I got three clients immediately. Wow. Based on the impact that I had. Yeah. Based on the way I shared. So yes, stories does help. I don't like what I believe is people will, will, uh, will, will get you. Remember stories for a long time. If you just give them the concepts, they might not recollect it after a few months. But if you share the stories, yes, it, it will stay with them for a long time. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It's yeah. That's very wonderful. If people if you people remember stories for a long time, concepts will be for short and stories with the concepts will be forever. That's that's very, very nicely put across Tatandi. Yeah. That was uh, really, really nice. All right. So with that, we are at the end of another fantastic episode. And uh, it was a great, great one where, you know, Chaitanji actually shared his entire life experience of how he went through, how there was a up at a certain point and how, you know, not because of him or because of anything, the situation in the world was bad at that moment and how the swamp hit him, but how courageously he came back and got his things in place. That's fantastic. And now if you want to connect with Chetanji, I have put across all the details. I am just sharing the it on the comment section as well now. And you can see it on chat. Uh, Chetanji, just correct that this is the right one, right? So these are the two uh, websites. Oh, right, yes. Perfect. So connect with him. It's on Facebook, uh, YouTube and LinkedIn, all the three places now. So do make sure to connect with him. And if you have any questions, uh, check with him, ask him what exactly he does, what exactly is this whole recruitment area. If you feel that anyone can get help, uh, you know, if anyone needs help in this area, you know, ping him. OK, I'm very sure he will respond back to you as soon as possible. And if you want to connect with me and share your wonderful story to impact others like how Chetanji did right now, 
please ping me as well uh, you can always click on to my profile and uh, send drop me a note all right yeah. with that and yeah i just want to add one more thing now we sure. are into lot many areas of hr we are into outsourcing also and uh, to that extent that msmes can outsource all the hr uh, uh, to us like they don't have to appoint any hr guy in their company they can outsource all the hr activities to us so we have grown and expanded in lot many areas now yeah great great and just one one last there is a comment mm -hmm. here from a linkedin user i'm sorry i didn't get your name says agreed chetan ji people do remember story really you are courageous lion and you have bounced back well absolutely thank you absolutely. thank you yeah fantastic fantastic all right with that we come to a end of another fantastic episode of stories that impact this time with chetan ji chetan ji thank you very much for honoring the show on the republic day indian republic day and god bless you and your family and take care sir thank you amit thank you thanks a lot thank you sir and bye bye all the best to you all the best to you thank you thank you very much okay bye 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 sir